Welcome to the Roots Through Pokemon podcast. I am one of your hosts, Shea Locke. And I am Rui. We are a father-daughter podcast that will take you through the Pokemon series of video games, starting with Red and Blue. First, we'll start talking a little bit about our experience with Pokemon and what we know of it and how we've been involved with it and all that stuff. For me, uh, I first experienced it back around the time it came out. Uh, I didn't know of its existence right away. Uh, I never owned any Game Boys or anything, so I never uh, played the original games that way. Um, I first ran into it through babysitting my much younger cousin, and at his place they had cable and everything, and so I stumbled upon the Pokemon cartoon and really got hooked into that and really enjoyed that. The way it played out, the cliffhanger endings and stuff, kind of reminded me of growing up with some Chippendale and the Rescue Rangers, that they always had those to-be-continueds, and really had me wanting to know what was coming next. So, uh, that's that's where I started. I had a couple of friends that ended up with Red and Blue that I kind of toyed around with a little bit, but you know, with the only one save option thing, I could only do so much. And then me and my brother actually ended up getting into a Pokemon card game, because... I did like the cartoon, played a little bit with the video games, and our friends were really big into it, and me and my brother had played a lot of Magic the Gathering, um, which was put out by Wizards, and so was Pokemon at the beginning, so it had that connection for us, and so we would often spend our hard-earned money painting apartments and stuff to bike on down to the comic shop and and buy Pokemon cards. I've been kind of on and off in my interest in Pokemon from then on. I never played through the series, didn't play any of the games because I never really played through the first ones. I may have emulated Red and Blue a little bit, uh, but never finished them, never got very far. And then a handful of years ago, whenever Pokemon uh, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu came out, I got a hold of Leaf Green and Fire Red, and uh, I tried to play them alongside my son, but he was often distracted and not interested and wanted to do other things, which is perfectly fine. And so I ended up finishing Leaf Green on my own without any like the bonus stuff, because that was long past, and ended up getting Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, which I haven't beaten. Uh, Let's Go Eevee was mine, I guess. Pikachu was my kid's. Oh, played a lot of Pokemon Go when that came out, um, and then stopped playing for a while. But recently, in the last month or so, picked that back up and played a lot of that. Been playing the card game again uh, a lot, and I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Legends Arceus, because that's been a ton of fun, and I'm actually really excited for Violet and Scarlet, which I will probably play even before we've caught up to those games in this podcast. Otherwise, I'd be waiting way too long to be able to play them. But... All that interest and stuff, I've really wanted to go through the games again. And I needed a partner to go with me so we could trade Pokemon and stuff like that. And I'm a little uncertain how we're going to get a hold of some of the games as they get to be really expensive and hard copy and stuff. I'd really hope Nintendo Switch decides to put uh, Game Boy Advance games so it'd be easier to get maybe Ruby and Sapphire on there. Uh, But especially when you get to Black and White and Black 2 and White 2, I don't even know how... Or when, but we'll tackle that when we get there. I have red and blue on the 3DSs, and I have, I technically have yellow as well, but we will be specifically going through red and blue. Um, And I have crystal and silver and gold as well on those, so we'll be good for the first two generations um, after that. Yeah, we'll have to figure things out. And I'm not sure if we're going to go 
through or when we will go through fire red leaf green and heart gold and soul silver supposing we can get a hold of those and all those re redone versions of the games we'll have to see how we feel when we get there and yeah that's been my journey so far through pokemon really excited to finally like actually go through this series and i'm my friends that I had back when I was a kid, still in contact with them, and I know at least one is very excited for me to finally like start beating these, because I know uh, he and his wife have always been Pokemon fans and gone through a lot of that stuff. So, how about you, Ruby? Where did you start with Pokemon? I think it started with the cards, actually. I think it was when my brother would always trade these cards with other friends, and I never really knew what they were until a little bit later and then I was interested for a little bit and I was like this isn't really fun because he would make up his own rules for a game which is fun for him and his friends and then I just gave all my Pokemon cards to him for a little bit and then eventually my dad got the card box the box of the card game that was fun and so I started collecting more Pokemon cards trading them with my dad and siblings and then uh then eventually he asked me if we want if he wanted to play through the pokemon games and i was like yeah it sounds fun at least to try it out and it has been fun so far and and on that we actually started by playing um what is it pokemon which one do you have pokemon pearl uh, i think so and i had platinum which is the third one out of them because it's actually pearl and diamond that are supposed to be together and we were playing through those, and we might continue playing through those. Um, once I get Diamond, and we get to that point, we'll play them again. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll play Pearl, you can play Diamond then at that point. But uh, I think you left out some stuff. So um, you guys got somewhat interested by me and your mother playing Pokemon Go the first time around. You found that interesting. And then when I got Let's Go Eevee, who owns Let's Go Pikachu? Me and my sister. That's we right. got it for Christmas. Ah, uh, that's not true either. I think it was St. Nicholas Day. Oh, you got from St. Nicholas. Yep. Yeah, it was in our shoes. I had Eevee, <laughs> you guys had Pikachu. It was great. Um, And yeah, I don't think any of us have beaten those games yet, but uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, especially if we do any of the remake games. And of course, I chose Eevee because even though I've never been like super involved in Pokemon, Squirtle has always been my favorite starter Pokemon of the original generation. And I, I'm somewhat familiar with that generation over the years that's the i mean they're the first 151 or whatever and anytime i did play i always chose squirtle as my starter because he was the most interesting to me charmander i know he's a big favorite but he's never been mine i'm not that big into fire i guess for one and two i tend to shy away from the one that everybody else likes for example x-men wolverine everybody loves wolverine he becomes not so favorite of mine because He's pushed on everybody all the time. Pikachu, on the other hand, even though he's become the favorite, especially with the cartoon and yellow and all that stuff, I do like him. I understand why people like him. He's still not my favorite by any means. Eevee has always been my favorite Pokemon. His evolutions in the first one being Vaporeon, Flareon, Jolteon. Jolteon being my favorite of those evolutions has always been up there. And I did eventually dabble a little bit in Colosseum as well for the GameCube. And when you start out with Umbreon and Espeon, first of all, I didn't even know those EV evolutions existed yet when I touched that. And then, yeah, just being able to start with those was so cool for me. And I know it's he's a pretty popular one, too. I get that. 
but that doesn't stop me from having loved him always, even before I knew how popular he was and has probably grown and become. Was there anything else with your Pokemon story? It kind of interjected a bit. Um, something I remembered is I am definitely a water trainer. That is mm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's what I will be choosing almost always in the starter Pokemon in the Pokemon games. So much as I allow. <laughs> I have my eye on one specific one that I'm like, nope, that one's mine. As far as the new game, we'll talk a little bit about that. Scarlet and Violet, they have, they, we've seen what starter Pokemons they have. And we have Quaxley as the duck water Pokemon. And it's like Sprigatito or something like that for the uh, grass type, which is the cat. It's really cute. Super cute. I will take that easily since um, my daughter wants water. And I do generally prefer water, but I also love cats, so... He's a top pick for me. And honestly, Fue Coco, I think is how you might pronounce it. I don't know. Uh, The fire type, he's adorable little looking thing. Um, But again, fire type and not, you know, he's not a cat. So I'm definitely taking that. However, speaking of starter Pokemons, we are currently going through red and blue. So far, we have just reached Pewter City and taken Brock, the gym leader, um, and gotten our boulder badges. Yeah. At least our first goal was to get to the first gym. I think it takes a little bit longer to get to some of the other ones as you go further. Uh, so we might break them up and not just go from gym to gym. But at least with this one, we were we wanted to get there first before we recorded this episode. And so at the start, in this first generation, you don't even get to choose whether you're a boy or a girl. You're just stuck being a boy unfortunately for ruby i think they fixed that in even in fire red leaf green because by then they decided to give the choices and so when we well what what did you choose your name to be at the start my name i believe it's red correct i think so because you're playing pokemon red right yes and i'm playing uh, pokemon blue and so one of the names they give you as a choice without putting in your own is red for the red and blue for blue and so that's what we did and our rivals are Mine is blue. And mine's red. Yeah, we decided we'd just stick with that for this time around. We'll see what we do in the future. But it was just, I don't know, it seemed fun. And, yeah, we wake up. It's our day to become uh, Pokemon trainers. And so we're supposed to go visit Professor Oak, which is our rival's... Is is it uncle? I think it's an uncle. Can't remember now. It is a relation of some sort. And we're given a choice of three Pokemon. It's Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander. I think that's the wrong order. I think Bulbasaur is first, and then Squirtle, Charmander. I, is that the numbers in the Pokedex? I don't remember. It makes sense. Does not matter. And so, to no surprise to anybody at this point, if you've been listening, I'm guessing you know Ruby's choice, but go ahead and give it to us. Squirtle. Squirtle. And what is Squirtle's name? Wave. Wave. That's right. It's a good name. Good name. Good name. And then I do like Bulbasaur as a second choice, but I think I've used him before and stuff. And I know that he's uh, supposed to be the easiest choice because he can he can easily take on the first two gyms, whereas Squirtle is neutral with the second one with being a water gym, and can easily take on Brock at the at the at the rock one. So I went with Charmander to try to make it harder on myself, and uh, I was actually quite surprised at how difficult the game turned out to be. Still won. Still won. We got, like I said, I got my boulder badge. Sorry, maybe spoiled that a little too early, but uh, we made it. <laughs> um, but it was, it, was, uh, it was a rough thing. Honestly, I can't remember. What did I name my Charmander? Claire? No, I don't think so. 
Yeah, my Charmander is named Flicker. That's what I named him. And then, yeah, once we get our starter Pokemon, we head on up. And we're not even allowed to catch Pokemon yet. We just have to battle our way through. What's the next town? Viridian? Is it Viridian City? Is that where we get up to? I believe so. Yeah, so we go up Route 1 to Viridian City. And there, then we get a package or something we have to deliver back to Professor Oak. A parcel, I believe. A parcel. What's a package? All right, so we skip on down through those easy, nice cliffs so we can avoid a lot of the grass. Get back there, heal up at Mom's place, and uh, deliver the package, and then... Then we get Pokeballs. And we get Pokeballs. And so we go back up through Route 1. What are the Pokemon we find on Route 1? I'm pretty sure my first four Pokemon I found were Rattatas. <laughs> We got Rattatas and Pidgeys. Yes, I did get Pidgey eventually. Eventually, that's right. Yeah, you kept because yeah, it was Rattata, Rattata, Rattata. That was right. That was funny. We um, played for a little while. What did you name your Rattata? My Rattata, Ratty. Ratty, and that's with D's. So like Radman, he's Ratty. And then I named mine mm -hmm. Tommy Gun, as the sound of a Rattatat tat. Rattata, Tommy Gun. Uh, what's your What's your Rattata's level? Uh, 11. Nice, and I got a 10. And then your Pidgey. What's his name? M level. My Pidgey, I think, is Windy. Yeah, mine's Kaze, which is wind in Japanese. Um, And he's a level 11. And that was true of him when I went to the gym, and it caused some issues. After that fun route, we end up in... Well, we get... So we get back up to Viridian City, and we do some healing, and then there's that offshoot to go to where the the League wants you to go, but you have to earn gems before you can go in that building, right? Or go far in that building. Mm -hmm. So we go in there, we check it out, but on the way, we ran into some more Pokemon out in those grasses. And what did we find there? I think there was three different Pokemon. Well, I found two, and you found two, and one of those two for each of us is different. Wasn't that the Nidorans? The Nidorans. Which Nidoran were you able to find? Male? Was that right? I couldn't remember. Yeah, I think you're right. So you found a bunch of male Nidorans, and I kept finding female Nidorans. Now, just so you listeners know, our intention is to kind of go with these somewhat blind. We're going to just catch what we find. We'll search a little bit, because sometimes we know things are rare. And move on. However, I am, again, somewhat familiar with this game, with through Leaf Green and all that stuff, that I have some idea, and I could be wrong and mistaken on some of this, but I am pretty sure that Nidoran, male and female, both appear in both games, but they have, they show up a lot rarer with the different genders, depending on which console or which color game and where you're located and so instead like we we gave it a go of searching for the other nidorans for a while but eventually we just caught two of each didn't we and then yep. traded we like to trade our pokemon so that they can level up faster correct and i'm pretty sure also that that means they listen to us at a like they stop listening to us at a level lower than if they weren't traded but we decided to go for it anyway <laughs> <laughs> the badges help them. except Listen. for our starter pokemon so the starter pokemon and now our nidoran your male and my female level up slower because they are not traded pokemon but they also may stay in my party longer because they will listen to me at higher levels and i may need that as i try to tackle certain gyms so we got the nidorans and what else did we find wasn't there pidgeotos no pidgeotos evolved to pidgey we didn't catch any evolutions oh. Spiro, you were right. It was a bird Pokemon, though. I knew it was a bird. Yep. Just didn't know which. So 
What did you end up naming, and what are the levels of your Nidorans? My Nidorans? Yes. Okay, I named my female Nidoran Nidor. And my female... Level 10. And my female Nidoran is Needy. And she is a level 12 now, because she did accompany me into that Pewter City gym. Because I knew she'd listen a little bit better. And how about your male Nidoran? He's Rid, and he's a level 11. Okay. My male Nidoran is Nito, and he's a level 10. I, we, were, we were trying to get everybody to level 10 before we went in. Some of them got to a level 11, and that's why they stopped listening to me. Starter Pokemon, we leveled them up a little higher. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for They're sure. starters. Then what about your Spearow? My Spearow? Roro, level 10. Oh, uh, yes, Roro, like Roro your boat. Um, I, I named mine cool. Yari, which is a, a Japanese spear. Uh, so Spearow, spear, get it, yeah. Level 10. After that, we dealt with things in Viridian City, and we found a gym there. Yes. But we didn't fight it. No, we wanted to level up our Pokemon first. Uh, that's why we didn't fight the gym in Viridian City? We found two gyms, Viridian City and Pewter City. Pewter City is the one that was even further north that we beat and got the boulder badge. We found a gym in Viridian City, but there was something wrong. Was it a Pokemon League gym? It was locked. Nobody was there. Oh, Mysteriously. Right. We don't know. Nobody's been there. Gym's locked up. Kind of weird. Spoilers, I already know. But m my daughter does not, so this will be a journey for her to explore and find out why that gym is locked and will it ever be unlocked. Since that's locked... Nothing else to do. We talked to some people, did some things, and we headed up further um, on whatever route that is. I don't know. I don't have my map out. But in the middle of that route, what do we run into? We run into Viridian Forest. Now, we run into some Pokemon in Viridian Forest to catch. But before we even found them, what did we first run into? Our first trainers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we did do one Pokemon battle already, and that was with our rival, did you win your Pokemon battle? I don't remember. I don't know for sure. I think I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did too. So, we tackled Viridian Forest and we ran into the Bug Catcher. I think that's what they're called, Bug Catchers. Yes. There's like four of them in there? There's a decent amount of Bug Catchers. Yeah, I don't even remember. But yeah, did you lose against any of them? I think I won against them all. I'm pretty sure I did as well. This is one area where Flicker is actually pretty good. Mm, grass. Bug. Well, their bug Pokemon bug. is what we find. We didn't find any grass Pokemon. We found bug. Grass would have been bad news for a certain um, wave. So, we traveled through Viridian Forest, knocked out a bunch of opponents, and then wandered around the grass a bit because I wasn't finding what I needed for Pokemon. And eventually, we both caught ourselves... Caterpie! And... Weedle. And Weedle. That's right. We did run into like some Metapods and Kakunas, the yes. evolved forms, but we didn't want to catch those because they just, from what I could remember, if you catch them, they just know hard. They can't tackle or anything. And we wanted them to be able to do something more than that while they were in that stage, while we're trying to level them up. I mean, we do use the trick of putting Pokemon in, pulling them out, and putting somebody else in that can do, do the work, but when we don't have to. It's nice to avoid it. So, we did not catch... And we also want to fill out our Pokedex, right? Mm, yes. So, if you don't ever have a Weedle... So, we caught ourselves Caterpies and Weedles. Are they? Are, you, are yours still a Caterpie and Weedle? No. My cat, level 10, is now a Butterfree. 
Yes, and your Weedle? My Weedle is now named Wheel, also a level 10, and... Is he a Beedrill? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes, he is a Beedrill. Beedrill. Alright. Yeah, my... Why Weedle is a Beedrill now, too, of course, at level 10, and his name is Pinhead. And my Butterfree, uh, no longer Caterpie, is level 11 and is Cho, which is, again, another language, I think Japanese again, for butterfly. Was there any other Pokemon we caught? I can tell that's all of them. That's right. Just to get you all to speak to, my Flicker is level 13. Still a little Charmander, though. He's not evolved yet. Just like your Squirtle hasn't evolved, right? Still Squirtle? Nope. Not a War Turtle? Squirtle. Cool, cool, cool. They're both level 13. Yep, yep. All right, so then we get to Pewter City, and we run into some frustrating townspeople, don't we? Two of them, I think. Didn't they take us somewhere? They both took us places. One took us all the way to the gym because they didn't want us leaving town without going to the gym, which is understandable, but still, didn't need to be shown exactly where the gym was. These towns are not hard to navigate. They're not very big. And then one showed us where the museum was. Yes! Did you museum. did you pay the cost and explore the museum? Yes! Yeah, me too. It's kind of cool. You see some other Pokemon Old fossils of Pokemons, like, uh, what do we got? Aerodactyl, I think, was one of them. Uh, it kind of looked like so. a pterodactyl one. And the other one was, like, uh, Kabuto or something. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then, yeah, we built our teams that we wanted to take into the gym. I knew that I had nothing that was going to be really strong against my rock opponents. I knew exactly what I was getting into. And so I formed my team with Needy, who I knew would at least obey me and wasn't flying. So that would be a good thing. It wasn't just only normal attacks, which was also going to be a good thing. I took my Butterfree Chow. I took my Beedrill Pinhead. Of course I brought Flicker, even though he's fire and that's not going to be all that effective. Yari, my Spearow. And Tommy Gun. And the first opponent wasn't too bad, the trainer in there. And we played, we played simultaneously. We played next to each other, trying to stay at the same spot. And who had to wait for who to catch up at the end of the battle? The gym? Yeah, at the gym battle with Brock. I waited a long time for a And why is that? Because well, you just bubbled them to death. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I just killed they them with my water Pokemon. They were super weak against, of course, Wave. Whereas I... Uh, I forget what I did, but like I was going against the first one, which was, was it a Geodude and then Onyx? Is that what we fight? Uh, at the very end, yes. Well, and the other guy uses like a Geodude or something, right? Yes, no, yeah. no Onyx is Yeah, 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 yeah. That's only So yeah, we, we fight the Geodude, which took a little bit, but like we got him or whatever. Level, the level was kind of high. I'm like, oh crap, maybe we should have leveled higher. But then I realized that nobody would listen to me. But then we get into the gym leader, Brock, and yeah, Ruby just pummels with the bubble and I'm sitting there chipping away at my Geodude and then Onyx shows up and I think I had my Pidgey out at the time so I just sand attacked like crazy and some well I tried to sand attack like crazy but Pidgey didn't always want to <laughs> and I'm like what are, what's going on didn't I wasn't I supposed to and then I remembered oh right I was afraid that if they were higher than level 10 because I don't remember what the level cap is for traded Pokemon they don't listen and that's exactly what happened. So, yes, we level our Pokemon up lots faster, but they also don't always listen to us. So that was a little rough going. And then I think Pidgey got knocked out because of all the shenanigans. And I want to say I maybe even did some Rattata action because Onyx kept getting higher defense with uh, hard ability, I think, or something. Harden? Yeah, Harden. So I wanted to do some tail wagging to bring it down. I think tail I used whip. him. Is it tail whip? I thought it was something else. No, it's tail whip. 
Oh, growl. I did some growling with Charmander, I think, maybe. And then, uh, yeah, I tried to scratch him, and it took forever. Like, he missed a lot because of the sand attacks. And then, yeah, I just chipped little by little by little by little by little by little. And it took forever to destroy Onyx. But I did. Maybe I ambered. Maybe it was a little bit better. I don't remember. But it took a long time. And, yeah. Then we got our boulder badges, and we got a TM for Flash, I believe, which we can teach a Pokemon Flash then. I think that lights up dark things or something. I can't really recall. We'll figure that out as we go. So far, I have not had to get onto Google or any of the Pokemon websites like Bulbapedia or anything like that to help me figure out what I'm doing. But yeah, and then our next leg will take us to Mount Moon. And eventually Cerulean City, which is where we can try to fight Misty and claim the water badge. Yep. Was it interesting at all to you, having seen some of the cartoon, to find that Brock is the gym leader at Pewter City? I think I would have actually been more surprised if it wasn't, I guess. I'm just used to that because I've seen that a decent amount. Yeah, okay. And I spoiled the next one is Misty. Was that a surprise? No, but I'm pretty okay. sure it's the same in the show. It sort of is. She's already traveling with them before they get there, and her sisters are also the ones that kind of run that thing in the cartoon. Is it interesting to you that Brock doesn't follow us afterwards, like he does in the cartoon? That is a little more interesting. Yeah, so obviously the cartoon just decided to create a whole new character for Brock. Like, all you know about Brock in the game is he's the... Gym leader. Rock gym leader. Nothing interesting or special. Nothing there. And then he becomes a very pivotal character in the Pokemon series. Brock is in a lot of Pokemon. Same with Misty. At this point, I'm going to guess your favorite Pokemon is Wave. Uh, yes. Yeah, your only water Pokemon. But aside from your starter, who would be your favorite Pokemon so far? Oh, I think that would be Wheel, which is my Butterfree. Isn't Wheel your Beedrill? Weedle, Wheel, Cat? Cat. Because Caterpie? Yes. So Cat is your favorite. Cat is going to be my favorite. Interesting. I think that would have been my favorite, too. But because it's your favorite, I feel like I have to pick something else now. Um... (laughs) Because, yeah, I really like Butterfree. And it's interesting to me that when we level up our Pokemon, everybody still hasn't evolved. Except for those. And they've gone through both evolutions. They go quick. Yeah. And also, I think that's similar to the cartoon. I think Butterfree becomes Butterfree pretty quick in the cartoon. Because it becomes Metapod pretty quick. and does Because yeah. they have the whole samurai battle with a bug catcher guy. Or, or with samurai guy in the Viridian Forest. And they both use Metapods. And they just sit there hardening over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. I have actually recently seen a flashback Mm. in the show for that. But yeah, so uh, Butterfree is my favorite there. But then I would, after that, I'd probably choose Spearow. Spearow's a cool guy. I think he kind of is cool. It's cool. But yeah, Yeah, it's interesting nobody else has evolved. But I bet you we'll start seeing some evolutions down the road. Probably pretty soon. And I would ask you what your favorite kind of trainer you faced is. But really, besides the gym leader, and uh, they probably call the guy in there a trainer, but I don't remember what he's called. We only see bug catchers. So we'll have to see what other trainers we run into and kind of give an idea of what we like the best. Uh, How about the towns? Which town was your favorite? What was the most interesting? I'm not sure which town. Might have been the first town with the homes and stuff, exploring that. and Like our starting one? Pallet Town? Yeah. Okay. With our home and our rival's home. I think I prefer Pewter City. Uh, It is where the gym is. Well... Viridian City has some mystery with that one, too. But I really liked the museum. 
And I noticed that on our route, and again, I kind of know what to do with them, and you might even just from the Let's Go games, but on our route, there was some up to the side right before we got into Viridian Forest, and definitely on one side of the museum blocking us from getting in through like the back area of the museum, there's these weird little brush, uh, like bushes or trees that we can't get through, but they look different than everything else. And so we'll be able to do something with them later. Yeah, that'll be fun to get through. Yeah, so so there's some extra... Both both towns we've gone through, besides our starter town, have new things to find. Because there's... Oh, in Viridian City, there's a tree there, too. So there's some new things to find. So obviously we get to go back. But also because the League is right off of Viridian City. So we have to go back that way eventually. Eventually, for sure. So, yeah. So far, having a good time with it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm really having liking it, too. Fun. Um, we're probably not going to spend as much time leveling up like we did this time, because we'll just try to focus on, like, specific groups that we want to get ready for the areas probably that we're going into. our group that. Yeah. We well, and, the, and it'll probably evolve and change as it goes, uh, our groups. Like, we won't always keep the same Pokemon in there. And Hopefully I can catch- get some grass ones so that I have something to fight with at the water gym. Flicker is not going to like that place. Uh, um, <laughs> nope. I'll probably keep him in my party, because he's my starter. And now, let us go to some Pokedex entries. Uh, this will be a recurring segment where we go through the new Pokemon that we've got and their entries. In future generations, this will become even a little more interesting as um, each of our entries, depending on which game we've chosen, will say something a little different. Um, Alright, let's get started. Who's that Pokemon? Charmander, Lizard. Obviously prefers hot places. When it rains, steam is said to spout from the tip of its tail. Squirtle, tiny turtle. After birth, its back swells and hardens into a shell, powerfully sprays foam from its mouth. Caterpie, worm. Its short feet are tipped with suction pads that enable it to tirelessly climb slopes and walls. Metapod. This Pokemon is vulnerable to attack while its shell is soft, exposing its weak and tender body. Butterfree, butterfly. In a battle, it flaps its wings at high speed to, to release highly toxic dust into the air. Weedle, hairy bug. Often found in forests eating leaves, it has a sharp venomous stinger on its head. Kakuna. Cocoon. Almost incapable of moving, this Pokemon can only harden its shell to protect itself from predators. Beedrill, poison bee, flies at high speed and attacks using its large venomous stingers on its forelegs and tail. Pidgey, tiny bird, a common sight in forests and woods. It flaps its wings at ground level to kick up blinding sand. Then Rattata, rat. Bites anything when it attacks small and very quick. It is a common sight in many places. Spearow, tiny bird, eats bugs in grassy areas. It has to flap its short wings at high speed to stay airborne. Nidoran girl. I think that's a symbol. Yep. Poison pin. Although small, its venomous barbs render this Pokemon dangerous. The female has smaller horns. Nidorana, male. Poison pin. Stiffens its ears to sense danger. The larger its horns, the more powerful its sacred venom. Secreted venom. Secreted. 
secreted. I think that's about it for this week. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And if you like it and want to support us, just find us on uh, iTunes and give us a five-star rating and uh, leave a comment, encourage us, uh, tell us what we've gotten wrong and help us to help correct us, but try to avoid spoiling anything for us. Um, again, there's not much in this generation, but as we go further, I will know less and less. <laughs> so yeah, feel free to drop us a line there or anything. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.